Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. And for those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021. And we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Jamie Mulvaney. Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. Great to see you. Welcome to the new series that we're doing in HCC Daily. So we've done Acts now for Matthew. It's a very exciting thing to study. Uh, Matthew's gospel has been used by the church in a very similar way to us, uh, although the early church wouldn't have looked at Matthew over Zoom. It was very popular, particularly in the second century, and it was popular both for individual discipleship, but also for the collective. It's been used for evangelism. It's been used as a handbook for the life of the follower of Jesus, the ordering of the church community. So, so it's possible over the coming weeks to be shaped, to be formed by Jesus in the same way the church has over centuries and millennia. And, and each of the gospels include unique insights. But Matthew is, is the most systematic account of, of Jesus' lineage, his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection, his teaching, his miracles, etc., etc., And right from the get-go, what we get here is a genealogy. And can I encourage you to, to not skip over this, but to read it in detail today. And it's, it's here for a reason. You know, it would have been quite common in biographies of the day to include these, but the way that it's structured and what's in it is nothing short of revolutionary. And as it is a genealogy, I thought it's worth asking, who do you think you are? just like the TV show. So, who do you think you are? Firstly, who do you think the author is? And the answer is, we don't really know. This document is it was hugely important to the early church. Uh, they originally believed it was written by Matthew, the tax collector. But recent scholarship has thrown that into doubt. The, the letter itself doesn't identify who the author is. And why would an author rely so heavily on another account, on, on Mark's gospel? Matthew uses 600 of the 661 verses found in Mark. Like the other gospel writers, Matthew uses sources not available to Mark as well. And that's what the Gospels do. John is more first-hand, but the Gospels draw on a number of sources, as would other Greco-Roman biographies of the day. So it's quite possibly largely written by Matthew or, or, or compiled and edited by Matthew, but we don't really know. It's now thought that the writer was a male Jew writing in Greek, not Hebrew, as, as early Christians thought, and writing in Antioch around about 80 AD. Many other historians like Josephus and Tacitus uh, wrote about Jesus, but the, the real substance of Jesus uh, and what Jesus is about is found only in these Gospels. And when you think about other classical texts held up by uh, scholars and academia today, if, if you take the science of textual criticism, we see that the, the first copies of the Gospel and the New Testament we have, they come much closer to uh, when they were first written, much closer to when the events took place themselves as well. And, and the numbers of copies that we have as well totally blow all the other writings out of the water. So we can be really confident in the accuracy, in the authenticity and the integrity of Matthew's gospel. 
So who do you think the author is? Uh, Next, who do you think Jesus is? Uh, As I said, this gospel is all about Jesus after all. And in the 17 verses, we have Jesus described as the Messiah or the Christ or the anointed one in verses 1, 16 and 17. And this is why Jesus is born to be the Messiah. He's also described in verse 1 as the son of David and as the son of Abraham. And there's a sense here that he's not only the saviour, but he is the fulfilment of God's promise to Abraham to to bless the world through his descendants and, and also to be the rightful king as the descendant of David. So Jesus, he is the faithful Israelite. Jesus, he himself is the destiny of the people of God. And that's what we'll see in Matthew's gospel is, is how Jesus is the fulfilment of the people of God. Uh, And we each have so many hopes, so many dreams for the the year ahead and know that Jesus is in every possible way our fulfillment. And later in this gospel, we'll we'll see the disciples telling Jesus who other people think he is. And Jesus asks them, but who do you say I am? And the question is, who do you think Jesus is? Who do you say he is? Do you agree with Matthew that Jesus is the Christ, that he is the Messiah, that he is the fulfillment? So that's uh, who do you think Jesus is? Then finally, who do you think you are? And the, the clue is here in this long list of names. Although you and I live some 2,000 years after Jesus, we're not in this list, but we can actually find ourselves in this list, can't we? You think of the women included in this list. It might not seem like a big deal today, but at the time, including women in a genealogy was, was shattering. Uh, women had, had no legal rights in Greek or Jewish culture. They couldn't inherit property. They uh, were more the property of men and they, they couldn't give testimony in court. And uh, Jewish men thanked God each day that they were not created a slave or a Gentile or a woman. Yet here are women and we see Tamar, we see an adulteress, we see Rahab, a prostitute, we see Bathsheba who who conceived David's child while married to another man and we see Ruth who wasn't a Jew and of course we see Mary, the mother of Jesus. And as amazing as we know Mary to be, can you imagine the gossip about her at the time and by implication how people would have described the little boy Jesus running about? And Matthew is saying, okay, yes, that there is scandal in Jesus' lineage, but God, he saves sinners and he even calls them into his service to play a big part in his story. And the gospel breaks down barriers between men and women. It breaks down barriers between Gentiles and Jews. It it breaks down barriers between good people and bad people. What we see at at the very beginning of the gospel of Matthew is is the all-embracing love of God. And that is emphasized that nothing can stand in its way. There's nobody who doesn't need the good news of Jesus Christ. So as we set off to the cross, as we set off to Easter in the Gospel of Matthew, we're invited to see who Jesus is. Who do you think Jesus is? Your saviour, your fulfilment, your king. And in so doing, we learn who Jesus thinks you are, who Jesus says you are, that you are loved, that you are forgiven, and that you are called to play a central part in the unfolding story of all people being blessed because of them coming to know who Jesus is. Amen. This morning at HTC Daily, we prayed for revival in the UK. We prayed for the church and we prayed for our leaders. And we spent some time thanking God for his goodness to us over the Christmas break.